Hi, everyone. Welcome to All Things Iceland. It is Jules. And in this special episode, I am bringing you the interview that I did with Georg, or George, for those who might say it differently. And he is the owner of Kaltibar, which is downtown. And this is not a sponsored episode. This is purely because he has a fascinating story. He is Afro-Brazilian, and he ended up coming to Iceland at a very young age, as a teenager. He will definitely go into that. And we actually recorded this episode a long time ago in Kaltibar when it was closed and closed because of COVID. So Kaltibar, in my opinion, is the coolest bar downtown. It is really nice and relaxed, but also like super interesting people come in there. Wouldn't be terribly surprising if you saw celebrities and things. But what really sets it apart, and of course, a lot of Icelanders hang out there, is the customer service. So they really value customer service and really pay attention to make sure that as the customer, you feel welcomed and their selection, if you're a person who likes to drink, is phenomenal. Like they have a gin collection that's insane. I'm not a big gin drinker, but when I go there, I have a gin and tonic because they have such special things through their mixing and huge ice cubes with the brand of Kaltibad on there. And it's just really fun. And also in the inside of it, there's exposed stone and there's even a backyard area where there's heated lamps and stuff because, you know, in Iceland, it can get cold even in the summertime. And like I mentioned, not sponsored. I actually just really enjoy this place. And I, I thought about whether or not I should tell people because then people might start going there <laughs> and it would get even more crowded potentially. But I thoroughly enjoy talking to Georg and I also would love to just support his business. Like he's such a fun, happy and welcoming individual that you can't help, but just want to like give him a big hug. <laughs> and we talk about that too. Like the differences between coming from Brazil and to Iceland and how that was for him regarding being able to embrace people or even people being open to it. So I hope that you thoroughly enjoy this interview. I know that I did. One funny fact about this interview was that because of restrictions at the time when all bars were closed, so of course Calte was closed, when we went in there, people who were walking by in the neighborhood, they saw the lights on and were knocking on the door sometimes, which interrupted the interview. We thought that because the bar, you know, is supposed to be closed and, you know, we would go there and just chat that people wouldn't pay much attention. But that's how popular this place is. And that's how much people look forward to it, kind of in a Cheers type of way. And I'm not saying that it is like Cheers. It's it's way cooler than Cheers could ever be. <laughs> but what I mean is that there are people who really enjoy, especially being around him and his energy and the energy of the place in general, like the people that work there. It's amazing to me how much care is taken into picking people, the you know, what he feels is the right people in order to provide the right type of service. So now we're just going to jump right into the interview. Go the Skemtun. George. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. And I'm excited to sit down with you. Yeah, to me chat. too. <laughs> awesome. It'll be a long time I'll talk to you. <laughs> yeah, likewise. And I think it's so funny. And I have to say this because I've been to Kalkdebar before, mm -hmm. which we'll get into the fact that you own this bar and it's really awesome. 
but we've never had a chance to actually connect with each other. Yeah. You know, so I was walking like, and you know. Yeah, exactly. And I want to be like, hey, you talk to me. (laughs) But now. You can do it. You can do it. But I didn't know at the time. (laughs) But it's now so awesome that we do get a chance to connect this way. Uh, Also, because I think you have a fascinating story as well. I mean, yeah, you're like, like, maybe. (laughs) But I think so. And I think people will really get a kick out of kind of how you've ended up in Iceland. Mm -hmm. So if you can start with that. How did you? Okay, you have a lot of time, right? Yeah, we have plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what brought you to Iceland? Uh, I came as an exchange student first. Okay. And um, and the reason I chose Iceland was very like you know random. I random I, because the student that was in my house in Brazil was from Norway. Okay. And then uh, the year before I came here, and then uh, suddenly I didn't know about Iceland anything zero, and I was supposed to choose like three places to go and. I chose, of course, Norway, because we connected very well. And then Sweden. I met, like, another student from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And, like, a few weeks before I was supposed to choose, I met some girls from Iceland. Okay, in Brazil. In Brazil, yeah. And then, uh, I'm like, yeah, Iceland sounds a beautiful country. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's why. And then, like, um, a few months later, they choose, they find a family for me in Iceland. And, okay, uh, wow. And I was like, okay, let's let's check where Iceland is. <laughs> so now I was like, all right, well, I just made that choice because it seemed good, and now yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, crazy. My family was crazy because, like, normally when you go exchange student in Brazil, you go to US or yeah, or places that speak English, right? English speaking, and uh, and it was just like Scandinavian places yeah, that also speak random. English, but maybe not in the same way. And actually, yeah, my father didn't know what Iceland was. And we didn't have Google at that time. So right. you could not just like, oh, let's Google it. And what year was this? That's 97. Okay. That's 97. like a <laughs> long like, time ago. It's almost like another world, right? <laughs> it is. It is. It's a very like, it is actually the the high point from getting to the internet stuff and mm. all the communication to literally nothing. We just started to have like, I remember... MSN, no, like the yeah, hotmail yeah, yeah. and stuff like <laughs> yeah, this. That was the thing. It's so, hilarious. Uh, no. So yeah, pretty much was the beginning. Call each other was not that easy, and you know, and yeah. So it was pretty much like this. I came here. I was a swimmer, and that's like a nice, nice story we can talk later about. Yeah, it. okay. I was a uh, one of few black swimmers in Brazil okay. competing. And I was kind of uh, getting to a very good position in swimming because they have this myth that black people could not yes. swim. And, and uh, suddenly I started to, to train swimming very well, but to, to get very good in swimming. And then when I came to Iceland, also it was uh, very nice to go to swim pools and training. Yeah. And, you know, the facilities was great. It is great. So for me, it was the paradise. Was it inexpensive when you came here to do swimming in comparison to Brazil? Like, meaning, were you doing it in, like, pools there? Or was it, like... You know what I mean? Because it's a much different place, so... Like, yeah, I mean, access the access for the swim pool was... Yeah. For me, for example, before I came here to access my pool, I had to take my bike and cycle, like, about an hour. Wow. It's like an hour to yeah. see the pool. And I'm talking about training starts 6 o'clock in the morning. And then it's not, like, hot water. So in the winter, you're not going to get, like, 20, 90 degrees swim pool. And then I remember when... They closed the swim pool, and then we had to go to the other swim pool. And there was uh, in a camp, in, in university camp, mm-hmm. but it's in the middle of the jungle. Wow. Right? So sometimes you go in and you check the swim pool if they have some animals, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like... a snake or... Okay, or, yeah. Or I saw so many times you just take some frogs out of the swim yeah. pool, and, you know, 
So it, it is, it is what it is. So and we have to do yeah. it. And also the effort. That's why I've always like, because uh, people ask me like, oh, why Iceland don't have better swimmers because you have so much swim pools, everybody can swim. And I really believe that's more like this effort that you make mm-hmm. to do what you do. I think, of course, it's easy and beautiful here. I don't have this motivation. Yeah. It's hard to get it. You know, in order, I don't know if you maybe. Yeah, I definitely it. understand that. Mm-hmm. Like I played tennis. I learned later in life, mm-hmm. but I started at maybe like 14 and it wasn't easily accessible to mm-hmm. me because it's quite expensive. But I was like fortunate to find something in New York City where we could get it for free. And I, yeah, I had way more drive because I also had to take the train for about yeah, an exactly, hour yeah. to get there. And, you know, you're grateful for the people who were helping you and end up playing tennis in college. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but that was really? like the mentality too. And I also think that in Iceland though, like going to the pool is about relaxing. Yeah. Right. So it's like, there isn't go out there and beat your time today. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, why don't you come? And so it's the, the whole, is the whole cultural stuff yeah. I think, you know, that works and help a lot today for me helps a lot. You yeah. know, I've been like a very competitive person the whole, my whole life yeah. in the way that I compete with myself. Right. You know? Yeah. Which is healthy. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think so. It's well I think I was, I was walking yesterday <clears throat> to the gym and I was late and I was walking very, like, very fast. Suddenly, it was like seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Suddenly, a guy just walked past me mm-hmm. very fast as well, but uh-huh. he was very fast. Yeah. Like, how can you walk that fast? And I start to walk more fast. And I suddenly, there's like, George, seven o'clock. <laughs> You're not that late. It's like, Calm down. That's a New York thing, right? Like, have you been to New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I know people. Just... Yeah. So in New York, I used to do this all the time. If, if I thought someone was walking faster than me, I would compete. Yeah, yeah. They don't know it, but you know. But okay. So you end up for an, as an exchange student in Iceland, mm-hmm. and then at some point you're here and you think, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I just like, it was great. I mean, uh, I was very well welcoming and then, um, people just took, took me very well in the, in the swimming pool was so very nice yeah. atmosphere there. And then I was, I started in Kardabai and was kind of, uh, different. Yeah. The way they look at me, the way they treat me, they were, I mean, I was not like, was something different. Like Brazil is a very racist place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so there I have always to be, and I was told to always to be like, no, you have to be walking like this. You have to mm. you cannot have hoodies. You don't have to do this yeah. and that to do this. You cannot like uh, run away. You know, you just like stay and, you know, you're always please, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. And not because of you are, you are, you're polite just because you have to. Yeah. You know? To save your life basically. To hopefully. Basically. Yeah. And uh, then we get here it's more like relax and it was like, you know, people didn't care. And no one they, was cur- they was curious. And yeah. you see it. The question was not a question like, uh, you know, in the diminutive way. Right, you know, just yeah. put it down. It was like, but why are your skin like this? You yeah. know, it's, uh, can I touch it? And like, yes. <laughs> and then you see the face. It was not like a negative way. Right, yeah. So that's what I felt first. And, uh, and we like it. They warmed me a lot. It was like a very, very like, uh, I feel safe yeah. somehow. I feel like, you know, I can relax and I can really think about doing my thing. That was the first years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think that's also something that, like I talked about to feeling safe here. And it's awesome to hear that way back then. Mm-hmm. That it's, it was a similar. It was even safer. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, well, for you, meaning mm-hmm. like, you know, just the idea that like you were so different, but it wasn't like you were walking into this. You know, jungle. <laughs> yeah, of people who were just yeah. gonna treat you differently literally because of the way you look, yeah, yeah. which is an experience that so many people have around the world, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, yeah. US, sure. Brazil, it's just mm-hmm. like so intense. And at some point you decided 
to live here? How did, did yeah, it come then, from being an exchange student? Like, it, yes. Okay. Then what's happened also, I just, uh, as I said, like before, like Brazil, I'm, I was one of millions of black guys in my, in my city. Okay, you know? yeah. So when I got here, and I mean, I came from a Catholic family. Yeah, okay. So there's a lot of issues compared to relationship. You know, you have yeah. to be, you know, know each other, the parents. And, you know, it was kind of uh, very, at that time at least, was very like, uh, no, I cannot bring a girl to my house mm. without my mom approve. And she, I know she will never approve anyway. So it was kind of uh, an issue at that right. time. But okay. to be a 17, you know, 17, 18 years old boy. So when I came here, I get also this whole attention from the girls. Mm. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying to you. I, I love it. And it was like, you know, I feel important. And yeah. I feel like my, my, what to call it, my self-esteem was mm-hmm. very, very, very strong. And they're like, okay, nice. That's something that, that interests me. Yeah, lot. that's yeah. awesome. Okay. And when you decided to stay here, because you were quite young, mm-hmm. a teenager, how did your family react to that? Uh, my mom didn't speak to me for a few years. Wow. Uh, she was very pissed. And my father didn't speak to me for seven, seven, eight years or something. What? Uh, I think he started to talk to me again when my, we went back with my daughter. Yeah. First time to Brazil. They, they saw the grandchild. And yeah, yeah. Decided, the okay. first one. And, you know, he was like kind of, we tried to put together things. But they are divorced. They were divorced. My father was never in the, in the picture anyway. Okay. So it was not like, a, for me, it was not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, it's just, it doesn't help when your family is, for whatever yeah, reason, decide not to be on board. Today? Yeah. If I tell you the truth today, yeah. yes, it helps a lot. Because then you are on your own and you, you can, you know, you have choices to do and that's your choices. Right. Because that, I think, is the most difficult today when you have so much protected mm-hmm. family and, you know, everything is around you. You kind of go to the comfort zone and you just, like, don't go anywhere. That's yeah. my, my, my point. For me, it was like, you know, okay, you want to go to the deep water, just go to deep water. And I knew inside, yeah, I knew inside, if I was deep, mm-hmm. deep, deep drawing, they will come and pick me up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they will just drag me up. But it was a test that for me also, you know, and as always, I told my father at that time, you know, I'm your son. So I'm, if you're proud, I'm also proud. So yeah. we're going to be connecting to, uh, no, talking to each other yeah. all the time. Exactly. And yeah, pretty much like this. It must have been some type of culture shock too, because you mentioned some things very obviously, yeah. but like, but do you remember in your mind being like, "This place is so different than what, what I grew up with"? That like really sticks out. Uh, pretty much everything, you know. That's <laughs> like, that was like uh, so. I came from uh, a place in Brazil called Salvador de Bahia, okay, right? and that's the northeast part of Brazil. Okay. And like you just make a very short story. That's the actually the the place of the, the slavery from Africa yeah, went to Brazil. Wow, so that's the okay. biggest slavery commerce that have in the world. All the we ports and everything. Port and everything yeah. Yeah. So beside that, we have all the African culture and from everywhere in Africa, not only one part yeah. of Africa. So we have a lot, all this dancing, music, food, awesome. so religions and everything yeah. that's just go through you. And when they get here, for me, it was just exactly very white. Yeah. No color, no color. People are just very dry. They they, fi- they find you interesting, but they'll never approach you yeah. in a way that, you know, they will be, you know, oh, yeah, like in Brazil, if I knew something different, I was like, hey, hi, how are you? My name is George. Wow, you're so nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
you can you could see there was like this, but you can, they didn't they didn't connect to you. Yeah, they're closed off. They're closed off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the food, of course, you know, and like people, they don't dance or they don't know how to dance in a way, or or they know how to dance their way. Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, Okay, boys not dancing, you know, yeah. that was like a come Being on man. Too proud, yeah. If you don't dance in my country, you're nobody, you know. It's, uh, yeah, that's yeah. a really good point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh you know, yeah, pretty much like in the in behavior of people. Yeah. As I say, like when we you, you talk to girls and girls approach to you like, Hey, how are you? And like, Oh, uh you talk to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my uh, my name is Roach, you know. <laughs> and uh all these kind of things, you know. I think was uh, I don't have like a specific thing because everything for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Literally everything. I mean the climate, the everything. Literally, yeah, the climate, like... everything. Right? <laughs> everything. Yeah. You know. And then was uh, you know also like when you start a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. as I said before, for me it's like the be with someone was just like when you get someone in case or hold hands. Yeah. Was like you know you are you are a couple and he was not pretty much like this and you know it's kind of. <laughs> But See if it works well, out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but I, you know, I call you later. Like I don't have a number. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, everything was very, very different. But in the same way, in the same way, very exotic for me. Yeah, you know? and I really like it the way it was. In a way, it was like open, but still be like, okay, don't need to be that open. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, took, I can chill down a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, in okay. the beginning. <laughs> you ended up going to high school and then to college here. Yeah, right. So school-wise, was that really different as well, just in terms of how you were instructed? Because the way I, I don't have children, so the way mm-hmm. that I'm experiencing kind of school by proxy was with my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. And it is fascinating to kind of hear about how different the schools can be here, just mm-hmm. based on where you live. So I'm just wondering, like, when you were in school in Brazil, you know, and, and coming over to here, were you like, okay, this is, you know, maybe it's not as strict or something like that. It's yeah, I mean, of course, as I said, Brazil is... For me, it was very strict because we have like in my family. My mom worked for the for the government, okay, and my father worked as a as a what would you call it? It's not as veterinarian, but he worked with animals, okay, right around. And uh, so we have like a you know we just like middle class in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So I went to a good school, and the school that I went was very strict. Yeah, was it Catholic? No, it's not Catholic, okay. not directly, yeah. but you know, the whole community that we yeah. was was uh, was not like literal Catholic school. So it was very strict. Yeah. So I went to a, like a hell in the school in Brazil. Yeah. Did you have so, great uniforms and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, uniform and everything. Yeah. I'm guessing here, then it's like. So when I came here, like, you know, everybody was so chill yeah. and, you know, and everybody studied a lot. For me, like, their study was horrible. This mentality of study was like, you know, insane. Here, they didn't make me like feel more like. Relax mm-hmm. in the way that you know. Okay, you, this is your your thing to do. You know, it's not you're not doing for anybody else. Yeah. except you. You, have you know what I mean? Yeah. There was like, oh, I have to show my parents. I have to, you know good grades and do this and that. He was like, no man, that's on your own now. You know, mm-hmm. because he like seventeen, eighteen, you already like grown up yeah. for me. You know, so you just like they leave you alone and like, hey man, do your thing. <laughs> and in Brazil, you know, I have friends that forty. And they're still with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so deeply ingrained yeah, in them, right? Yeah, like family is a very big thing. Yeah. And that's also another thing that I think was the main thing. Family. Mm. You know, what, what you denomination of family here is completely different in Brazil. Yeah. That is fascinating. I'm thinking about like you and the language. Because Portuguese, or Brazilian Portuguese mm. at least, it, it 
is it sounds really beautiful and, and Icelandic has its own beauty to it as well, mm. but it's so much more complex. Let's say like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's beauty in the complexity, mm. right? Uh, so when you came here, because if you're just jumping into high school, I'm assuming they yeah. it was just an Icelandic. Is that the case? Also, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah. then it was uh, English. Everybody speak English. Yeah. Time. But I didn't. What? Okay, another twist. Right? Okay. <laughs> so I came I here. I I could say just like maybe I have like my vocabulary was maybe twenty words. Okay. So that's what made easy for me to learn Icelandic. Yeah, you, you have I a went, choice. Yeah, I went into Icelandic directly. For, you didn't know English. Yeah, I didn't speak any English, and then it was a a whole different world. I think it was the most difficult part for me when I came here first was the the language, and the same way was the most like challenge because mm-hmm. then I speak Icelandic like in seven months. Yeah. That's amazing yeah. because you're fully immersed in it and you don't have any yeah, other yeah. choice besides like it. I mean, you could have technically tried to learn English, but it wouldn't have helped. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's funny way. when I realized I speak English, I was, I remember I was walking in Logover and that time was, I've been like maybe seven, eight months with not seeing any people of color. Yeah. And suddenly I met a guy on the street and he saw me and I saw him. It mm. was like, we smiled to each other. Yeah. And I was like, hey, hi. <laughs> he came and started to speak English to me. Yeah. He, I think he was from Nigeria. Okay. And we, sp- we started to speak, and I speak to him, and I understand everything he's saying, and I hope he understands everything I the back. And I just walk away, and like, hey, I speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, I, I understand it, and I, I speak English. I was like, uh, yeah, that was my first time I, I knew I speak English. So were you watching shows that were in English? Yeah, all the time. Okay. Music, and you know, I was just like into music a lot. Yeah, but you just didn't really like practice because... No, not, not, yeah. not really. Not really. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I Because I really focused on Icelandic, and then there was yeah. uh, the, main, the main thing. Okay. <laughs> that is that is so bizarre, but I love it at the same time. <laughs> so over the years... Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> over the years, because you mentioned before we started that at some point you ended up leaving Iceland mm. because it was... You just, it, you just needed to, right? You needed a break. Yeah. And you went to Brazil, is that right? I went back. No, actually, I, I've been moving... I've, I've been going uh, through a little bit. I went to Spain yeah. for a while and I learned Spanish... And then I came back to the university, and then when I almost finished the university, I went to Brazil to work for Icelandic company over there with my ex-wife and, and, and daughter. And then was the whole new experience for Brazil. So I'm learning Brazil back. That, You're like a tourist new, in your yeah, home in country. Way. Yeah. End up there was before the crisis, mm-hmm. okay. then, so they close up over there, and I come back, and we divorce, and I stay here for a few years later, and I just didn't connect anymore. So it was mm-hmm. between... Going to Brazil to find myself again, and I didn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I come back to Iceland, I feel that I was lost somehow. Yeah. And it was a very critical time. So I went back by myself. Okay. Uh, just alone. And, to Brazil. Uh, to Brazil. Yeah. And I just want to try me being me yeah. for a while. And it was also a challenge. It was the second biggest challenge that I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that time I just like, uh, I connected to my family again. I connected to my friends. And and I really went a little bit deeper on my culture and a little bit deep, like where I come from. Yeah. And, uh, and that's helped me a lot to understand why I behave or why I do things yeah. that, uh, yeah, it took a long, I know it's easy to say now, but it was, took a long time. Yeah. So I went back to school. And um, I went to law school in Brazil for two years. I didn't like it. Okay. So I jumped up in photography. 
Oh, okay. So uh, very different than love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what always been my dream, and like, no, yeah, this wouldn't be like this. Yeah. I'm just gonna gonna try it. So I moved to another city called São Paulo. That's the biggest, yeah, city, biggest yeah. in Brazil. Heard of that one? <laughs> and I actually love to be São Paulo. That was mm-hmm. because São Paulo is pretty much like the whole Brazil connected in mm-hmm. one place. The people from all cultures and all places. And but then I have this thing to go back for Sofia, right? Yeah. For my daughter. Meanwhile, I would come like into each three months and to see her, and then I came always for summer okay. and pick her up, and then we went to Brazil. She stayed with me in Brazil for for the summertime, and I came back with her. I could not be in Iceland for like another day. Wow. Mm. Okay. It was just solely like see your daughter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, yeah, that was time that I just like didn't understand it. The, the, I didn't understand it or didn't want to understand the culture, mm. and I feel that me myself was not fixing. With the Iceland culture, or Iceland people, Iceland connection, what the how people think. Yeah. Because they can be also very judgment, you know, they judge mm-hmm. you a lot and they can see from the eyes how it is. And there's a, again, I'm not connected to racism, just connect that it is like this. Mm-hmm. It's very insular society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they just like, uh, and then everybody know who you are. And then, you know, it was. It became very small compli- world. Yeah, it yeah. was complicated. Okay. But then I, I went to New York. Okay. To Brooklyn. Nice. For, That's where I'm from. Yeah, nice. Awesome. For a few months. And I stayed there for a while. And I came back to Iceland. And, and I started, my daughter was already 10. We have this communication was much easier than time. And I just felt in my heart that I just have to be here for her. Yeah. You know? and, uh, and when I came here back, it was 2013, seven years ago. Yeah. So I've been like out for four years. And yeah, 2013. And... Um, Opened up a studio. I was working as a photographer and okay. doing my stuff in Brazil. A few few jobs I had in New York. So I was still coming and go to New York. And one day, my friends that I've been working before just came to me and uh, just came to me and just like, hey, George, we have an, a very nice spot. Uh, and we want to open a bar with you. So when I came back and then this happened and they're like, hey, George, we have a spot. Uh, we think that is something that we fix for you. But not sure yet, uh, and they have other bars. Okay, so you had this is your studio was in a really nice spot, or was it? No, the studio was another. another oh, okay, so okay. I had I had I had for many years there, okay. and then um, I met my friends from 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 before. I worked with them in the bars. Uh, okay, they, I see. And they became like owners of a lot of places. Mm. So they came to me like, "Hey, George, I have a spot. I want to do something with you." Okay. We really like your energy, and they're like, yeah, so what can I do? I like, just oh, maybe you can work for us in the bar. Like, no, man, I'm I'm done with that. Yeah. I'm not working in the bar anymore. Uh, I really like it, but to just like, it was one of the things that just kept me away from Iceland. Yeah, the, the okay. Time. And then uh, a few months later, they asked me to help them in the, in the other bar that they had. Okay. So I worked with them for like five, six months, and it was, it was very hard. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, they're like, hey, George, we find a place. And uh, we came to Kalte, to the house, Kalte, okay. and then to the bar. And then Where I we're really, sitting right now. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting right now, and I just really feel the energy. And uh, I really like it. I'm a lot of energy person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I know. I can feel yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm like, yeah, guys, I like the idea, but... Mm-hmm. In a week, I'm going to Carnival in Brazil. Ooh, so no yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to party. Nobody stopped me that. Yeah. And I will deserve it. And been like, this is for a difficult year. And they want two of those. They're like, hey, George, can uh, can come with you? Mm-hmm. And they're like, 
Yes, why not? Yeah. But was yes, why not? Because they always say they come to Brazil, they never come. Like, okay, got it. So two two hours later, like, yeah, we have the tickets. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so pretty much we both cult it in the middle of the carnival. Whoa, <laughs> okay. That's the best story I can yeah. tell you. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... We was like drinking carnival, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And from that moment, or like the dream of cult is coming into, you know, fruition... When did you open the bar? Uh, just came back. Okay, and then just later, like <laughs> and then they take the keys and, uh, and uh, it was not a dream. Like I mean, it's something that we are going to do as a business, as, yeah. a, as a as a as a project, you know. And and everything I do doesn't matter what I do. I really do with passion, yeah. you know. And doesn't matter what I do. You know, when I start wash dishes, I want to be the best wash dishes. <laughs> They just have to be very clean. And you smart. can go over to my place. And yeah. like it. With passion, I'm telling yeah. him. <laughs> so everything was kind of uh, new and different. And uh, and then I put in my mind that I want to do it. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I'm doing because I want to do. It's not yeah. because any, anyone wants me to do. Right. It felt right for you. Yeah. yeah. So when I opened Calte and I realized there's doctor guys and like, hey, and they're like, hey, George, that's the key. Just do whatever you want. Hmm. And, uh, wow. and they're just like, okay, nice. So. Uh, we decided to have this very lounge place mm-hmm. in the beginning and no advertising and really for Icelandic people. Yeah. Because that was my lack of, I, can, I could not meet my friends from Iceland, mm-hmm. the locals. Yeah. Uh, not the Iceland, but locals. Because everywhere was just packed of tourists and, you know, everybody was so much focused on tourists. Everything was huge, very expensive. Yeah. And also when you live like in other places and you just like have a choice to drink different things. Mm-hmm. I thought in Iceland was pretty much like, oh, you drink this or you drink that. Or if you got this place because you can drink this, drink, yeah. or you can just drink, drink, drink that. And kind of we we always like one of the pioneers of changing this idea of being connected only for one company. Mm-hmm. So we decided to don't have a contract with no one. Okay. Not even Kante. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we had like a very good chat with them and like right. a business plan. Just like, hey, guys, it's good for both of us. Right. If you have, because they could not put, because of this problem, they could not put like any of the products in other bars because it was closed. Okay. So when Calte became popular, bar, the Calte brewery became yeah. also popular. Yeah, I, I assumed that yeah. it was be- like the It's brewery. a win-win situation for everybody. Yeah. We work very well, you know. So things started doing better and better and, you know, and really was no advertisement. It was like me working every day. Yeah, pretty wow. much. yeah. And Your passion is basically what pushed this along. Yeah, but then... <laughs> And for me, it was a very challenge, you know, yeah. it's the, for the first time that I really have like my, in Iceland, my, like my own business and, you know, and the guys with me, the, my partners, they are very supportive. And there was like my crazy ideas. They always like, yeah. no, are you crazy? Or, <laughs> please, you know, change the idea of drinking. You know, I remember like drinking and they'd go to the bars and they'd ask for, for a gin and tonic and you just have like in this ugly glass that everybody have it. Yeah. And like, hey, can I have this special glass, guys? We just put it, no, no, it's too expensive. It's like 10 times more expensive than the other yeah, one. Wow. They're like, yeah, but then when you touch it and you drink it, it's not a deal. We are trying to go do some more like, you know. Experience. More, yeah, experience yeah. and stuff. And then, yeah, exactly. And then they're like, okay. <laughs> and I remember the first like six months, everybody was stealing the glasses. No. Oh, we yeah. End up, <laughs> we end up, we end up for the weekends. Like, we bought like 200 glasses. Now we only have 
Bayou was amazing. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You were coming in just for the glasses, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> so I, I, I went to parties that people had, like, six of them. I was going to ask you, like, you went to someone's house, yeah. and be like, that's our, that's my class. And they were like, oh, no, no, no. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh... But then you change. Then you see, like, you know, it starts to work well. People like it. This yeah. Is, is a, it's a little thing. Yeah, because and you're those, making, like, yeah, the whole exactly. atmosphere for... And, uh, and the idea was exactly to do, to do like, uh, of course, you can have all the drinks I have in other places, mm-hmm. right? You can have beers everywhere. You can have, uh, you know, gin and tonics everywhere. You right, can have, yeah. like, uh, sodas everywhere. Why come to me? Mm-hmm. Right? So that's the... My first thing was why people come to me. Right. And... Uh, and I realized that people have to come to me because they have the experience to come to me. Mm-hmm. They, that's not only the drink they are drinking. They just come over here. They have like me talk to them or my staff talk to them. And we just like feel, let people feel comfortable. Yeah. And that's my, for me, it was a challenge, at, at least to begin to get my staff to do it. Yeah. That's because what they made. These are yeah, yeah, because they are just difference. like, uh, what do you want? Beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hugo, uh, 2,000 kroners. Yeah. Oh, nice. Talk. Hugo, that's fine. Bye. Next. Customer service. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Very so, different. I'm and that's like, uh, and I was just explaining to them, like, okay, uh, oh no, we have like, we are focused on this older crowd, like, you no, know, thirty plus. Yep. So thirty plus people that come over here, they have kids or they have family or they just like come to hit each other. They only have this weekend of the month to go mm-hmm. out. For me, if I if I think about myself, if I only have one week weekend in the month and I go somewhere and someone destroy my night because mm, of bad service yep. or bad food or whatever, I will be so pissed, yep. so pissed that I will never come to this place And again. tell other people. Yeah. Right? So our focus in the beginning, and it is today, of course, but in the beginning it was like this, just teach the stuff, how to do it, and like how I'm going to do it. How, yeah. it's, it's very, it's very, it's very like fake when it's like, smile to people, it's like, hey, how are you today? And you know, it's, it's so... I realized that, and everybody like, hey, George, you have to do like a, a menu, a drink menu for Kalte. Like, okay. And I was doing the drink menu, everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I started to walk in other places to see the, how the menus look like. Yeah. And I noticed exactly like this. When I go to the places, the way they come to me and like, or the bartenders like, Kondayan, uh, uh, and they give me the, they give me the, the menu, it's uh-huh. the And I choose number one, two, and five, or number two or three. And they go away, come with number two and five, come back and ask me, how is your food? Mm-hmm. Or how is your drink? And go again. And then the next time I talk to him is asking me for the money. Yeah. It's like right? the interaction is very yeah, yeah, like yeah. cut and dry. No, you know exactly. Every, every single bit is like this. So I come back to Kalte like, well, no menu. Mm, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, why no menu? Like, how are we going to do? Like, I'm going to force the staff to talk to people yeah. and explain what we have. That's not much. Come on, you know, it's, it's like a few beers and you know, and a few drinks, yeah. uh, and then you know, it's limited what he can do or what I can do. Right. And from there, we start the conversation. So you never come as like, hey, what do you want? Like, you know, what you have, and like, mm. oh, I have uh, this beer. Like, what do you like? Or like, oh, I like this one. So, oh, I have this one. So the conversation that we talked before that was like maybe three words. Mm-hmm. Words became twenty. Yeah, more right? personalized as well. And that's, I think, for me, was the main the main key yeah. of, and I don't know if other bus can do it because it's, you know, it, they don't have take, you. No, <laughs> so. take time. No, yeah. it's, it's, I don't think, I don't think people realize the patient that makes to do this. And of course, when you do like 20 words, yeah, it's much longer than two. So the service is a little bit longer. 
So are you ready for this? Right. Are, you know, are people ready? And that's why I said, like, people say, oh, George, you are culty. And it's like, yeah, but I have people behind me that right. also understand that, because not everybody understands. They only see the numbers. Right, yeah. So the numbers have to be good, but they don't understand how, you know, they have to see, like, the vision. Yes. Yeah. And accept it. Because, you know, if you come over here, if they come over here and say, like, oh, George, you take, like, five minutes to talk to one person. In five minutes, you can do so much. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But, you no, know, that person will not think about the bar for two months or two years. Or, you know, we are thinking about, like, a, a long term. A long term. So that person, in the long term, will bring us much more than these five minutes. Yeah. Definitely. And it, it is like uh, this mentality that we change a little bit in Calte, and that's uh, it's my way to work. And when you have these people behind you, that's like give you like so much energy. So it's easy. Yeah, that's really fascinating. I've yeah. been here. I don't go out very much mm-hmm. downtown. I live in Mosul. Yeah, Mosul. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to be Mosul. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ask me like Mosul, like Mosul, love Mosul again. Where is it? Yeah, I got one weekend out of the month. No, <laughs> like, what I do, I usually end up coming mm-hmm. here mainly because also my sister-in-law. Like whenever we meet, like Kalte immediately comes to mind mm-hmm. because it is like the atmosphere also yeah. is set up for us. Yeah. So like the people it attracts along with, of course, obviously the atmosphere from the people that work here mm-hmm. and the service that you get. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, this is really nice. And you feel good. I mean, granted, there's a decent amount of people that can come in here, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, I don't know. It just, it has like this like deep, rich colors and all this stuff that just yeah. makes it so much different. And it's really unique, even in this one area with the rocks, you know, yeah. <laughs> that are the stones, as you say. <laughs> that are um, exposed. So yeah, it's, I can understand, mm. you know, and I appreciate that you've really given that thought. Cause I think well, on a personal note, that has something, that's something I've noticed at the customer service. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, you walk in somewhere mm. and it's not even so much about being greeted, but it almost feel like you're bothering somebody <laughs> at times. I'm just yeah. like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna go shop somewhere else. <laughs> it wasn't that important for me to come here today because and it uh-huh. is, it's a bit American in yeah, that way too, uh-huh. right? To be like, why aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember, like, when we are busy, I just, if I walk in, take me, like, you know, you see how country is big. Right? Mm-hmm. It's very small. So take me, like, about 40 minutes to get to the bar. Because mm-hmm. I, I really have the need to check and talk to everybody. Yeah. And say hi, and, you know, and uh, if I'm not here already, so if I start the day and I'm here and I meet everybody, fine. But when I walk in, in the middle of the day, yeah, and I just always... I mean, you'll notice next time. Yeah. <laughs> I always uh, go and just talk to everybody and yeah. see that thing away. You're not, you're not even talking to somebody. If I don't know people, I don't know to be like aggressive, like, hey, hi, how are yeah, you? Yeah, you're uh, going to fake it. It's I just, just like... look at it and I say, like, no, and they, I give this smile to see, okay, right. nice, you're you are fine. And uh, it, it, it is, like, now my passion. And now it's, like, my dream to keep this going. Yeah. You know? But before it was, like, I'm not a business, you know. Mm. But then I became, like, my, my baby somehow, you know, to take care of the people and then I get so many friends from Kalte. Yeah. So many customers that they become friends and they so many customers they think they are my friends. You know? <laughs> 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 and that's another way, you know. Sometimes I walk with my daughter in the street and people just talk to me, Hey George, how are you? And she's like, uh, do you know this one? Like, no. <laughs> Don't remember. But you know, I was explaining to her, like, you know, but you see they are smiling. Mm-hmm. Or they are they are they are so happy to talk to me. Because I'm giving this name. Right. So for me, it's like if I'm, a, no, for example, if I'm a bad day, because people like, oh, they ask to her another day, like, oh, is not nice to be the daughter of George Kalte? <laughs> George always, Kalte, is that like yeah, <laughs> Because he, he's always happy, you know, he's always like, and she like, no, he's not always happy. 
He's a normal believe person, it, yeah. Believe me, he's not always happy. I was like, oh, not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you also deserve to have your days when you just yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so it is, and I, I would love it. I just like, because you, you told me he was uh, abroad the other day, and you said, you told me where he was. Oh, in Isafir. Isafir. Yeah. And they like, oh, man, what's Isafir again? I just don't know nothing about outside the Brickell. Well, we need to get you to the West Fjord. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody says that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so much, I love so much Reykjavik. Yeah. Because like, you know, uh, I just like, on Sundays I go for a walk with my son. And uh, and it's so nice that I just walk just down from West I live in West Dubai, so mm-hmm. I just walk down the street and I talk to everybody around me. Yeah. And it's so, so, for me, so inspired. Yeah. You know, to see how people are on Sundays and, you know, and, and give this energy because I think that's most of the Icelandic people they don't understand or they don't know how it is don't know how is to give away energy. They take mm-hmm. it, they love it, they love it, they love oh give it to me, George, I love it. But like, you know, hey man, I need it also. So yeah. just like, you know, if I give it to you, just give it to me. Yeah. In the way, like, you know, I just express myself, you know. That's what I say like when people just like, Hey George, like, hey, how are you? And then I met like uh, I stopped the car in the other day and I saw this guy was look at me like so intense. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said hi because I have this this rule mm-hmm. that if people look to me more than ten seconds, I know them. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> yeah, so like and I'm like, hey, hey, I, I, I do I know you? And like, no, not really. I just like I just was watching you. I know. <laughs> like, at least he was honest. Okay, nice. Just enjoy it and <laughs> walk away. <laughs> have a nice day. You're like. Okay. <laughs> Have a nice day too. Like it was a very weird conversation, but you know, it is it is a nice way. And yeah. then you know, and now when I came back to Iceland, I think a lot of things start to happen that uh, start to acting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of things come come up was uh, advertisement, and then uh, this uh, movie Ofer. Yeah, that wasn't it. Was, it was, it was um... no, no, Cyclovers. Yeah, Cyclovers. Yeah, yeah. two thousand fifteen. And then they just called me like, hey, George, we need like a guy. Like everybody telling me that's supposed to be you. And like, man, I'm not good. <laughs> you were talking yourself out of it. <laughs> I'm not good on text, man. I just hold it. No, no, we're going to put like, you know, you're going to be with the teacher. They're going to show you how to, to yeah, do it. Nice. And, and Ofer was like a very good experience because the before, the pre-Ofer was very, very nice. Because I was having like this uh, uh, Thorsten Bachmanns. Mm-hmm. He's a great great for me my favorite like actor in Iceland with, oh, with me and others but he's because I, I have so much connect to him right, at yeah. that time and then like you know man I would sit like together like you know man I just uh, don't know how to act mm. just let you know and just never did this before like as speaking and have a character right. I've, been, I've been a wall in the movies you know? <laughs> <laughs> these people that walk around right yeah like extra but, yeah yeah extra <laughs> but not like an actor and then he's like yeah that's and he came to Kalte like you know what for example when I go to Kalte how how are you? Like how, what you, you you're not like you like talk to me now. You're completely different there. Yeah. And like yeah, but when I get there, I go to another mood. I put myself in another mood, and you know, and I'm there to entertain somehow. And like exactly the same thing. And I was like I never connect to each other. Yeah. And then I was like oh oh yeah oh 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 that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> so then was so far it became, and then there's a lot another ones and as Hans Jonathan, yeah. and, you know. And for people who don't know, Ofaith is trapped in trapped. Iceland, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. in, in English. English yeah. So, because yeah. I know some people are watching yeah. it based off of that one. name. Yeah. yeah, trapped. So he's in that. <laughs> in 
And yes, you portrayed uh, Hans, you know, Hans Jonathan yeah. come like later on, and then I was doing like a small stuff here and there, and then you know, most of my thing was just like a hobby, and you know, we like to be doing yeah. things like this thing because it was like also make some connection to the business. Mm-hmm. So if I was there, so people like, hey, George, let's go for beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but other, I saw you. Huh? The other thing you did, which I think is really important, is the carnival. Yeah, yeah, last year. And uh, for people, if they watch that from Inspired by Iceland, that was mm. last year? Last year, yeah. yeah. And it's basically the promotion of tap water in Iceland, how yeah. delicious it is. So if you want to see George in action... <laughs> yeah, just go there. In fact, I'll probably put a link that to it in very, the show notes. was very challenging as well. Yeah? Uh, Why is that? Because when they come to me with this idea, and I really and I like it, but then I was like, and man, you're, you're putting a black guy on Argentina's Iceland. Mm-hmm. And on the day mentality, it was like, uh, oh, that's fun. That's nice. That's cool. That's uh, it's diversity. And, you know, everybody like, like, yeah, no, 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 no. That's not everybody that mm-hmm. like it. Like, what are you talking about, George? And like, man, I know my thing. You know, I, I know that that's going to be disturbing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, okay. So like, like potential tourists who might be racist. No, not, not potential tourists. Tourists is fine. Okay. People that see like, there was, but Icelandic people. Ah, they okay. saw the difference. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about there's no race in Iceland, but still a lot of people that don't like. Right. Yeah. So just, I know, mean, I think it they are be... there. They're not like pushing you and, right. and killing you in the street. But, but they, they have are thoughts. There. Yeah, they have thoughts yeah, and they speak they out. They speak them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's another. They're really like, uh, I remember like uh, about, if you go direct to this, I just like, I remember where someone just come to me the other day. With kind of like, hey, you're black. With like, he look at me in, in the in the in the down way, you know. Just yeah, like, you're yeah. Like, and you're not blind. <laughs> and if you want to say something bad to me, just don't call me black because I really love to be black. Yeah. So you're just like making me proud of me being black, and you notice I'm black, and that's why it became the idea of the the project, mm. you know. And uh, I call a friend of mine, like, hey man, I need you to make like a shirt for me. And like, oh, what shirt is that? I want to put like in a shirt, a black shirt, and then in a white, yes, then, yes, Vakter. I'm black, and I want to see the reaction of people for a while when I use this shirt. And it was fun. <laughs> and it just came like, you know, they gave the idea, like, people's like, can I? Uh, can I? Like, yeah, you can. Depends the way you speak to right. me, of course, but you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can talk about it. Yeah. But so, so depends the, the way you talk about it, you know. If you have like your personal ideas that negative about this right that's your thing especially if you've thing. never interacted with a exactly black person before. so that's your thing that's my thing i have my fights you have your fights i respect your fight and i really but i really want to respect my right so <clears throat> when people go around it's like oh but you know black lives matter no all lives matter like yeah but all that matter of course for you but for me black lives matter yeah. because i'm fighting my fight right. right i don't expect you to fight my fight i don't ask you to fight my fight yeah but respect my fight. Yeah. Well, that's the, the idea that I have on, on this. And it took me a while to, to talk about this. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of people have been asking me for interviews about this subject in Iceland. Has that been difficult to then have to dig into this, these feelings? Because you're, Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I come from there. You know, yeah. I know the feeling of being in the wall from the police. Because yeah, you know, wow. you know, I've been asked people put in, on the internet, like, oh, Black Lives Matter. Like, you know, how do you think about it? Why you don't do anything, George? And like because for me, I see it as a new ice bucket challenge. Yeah. For you guys. Uh, okay, I see. You know, yeah. and like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. For, for me, look, that is the thing that go on the internet, and guys, hey, night, and then like four months later, and disappear. It's trending. And that's why I'm just like, 
waiting four months later to just talk about it, you know? Because this is your life, right? Yeah, exactly. And for me yeah, too, yeah. like it's our mm-hmm. lives. It's mm-hmm. not just we can decide to not be black. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like that's, exactly. that isn't, I mean, you, so, you might be you yeah. know, diagnosed with no. mental illness <laughs> if you try yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, like, people are like, oh, but what do you think about it? Like, yeah, I mean, that's horrible. You know, that's, yeah. the, but that's the way it is. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, but everybody talk about Black Lives Matter. And on my, around me, I have like maybe, I don't know, that I see the weekly, maybe 300 people mm-hmm. that we're talking in, you know, weekly in the month, 300 people that you go around. Nobody ever even one time asked me like, have you been in this situation before? Mm-hmm. Have you, do you know what that means? Yeah. What do you see when you see those people like this? Because when I see first, I see like, come on, George, you, you know the rules, man. We don't go back. You don't, you don't, you respect, you just go down. We just like. Because you know they're going to find at least one excuse to do what they're doing. Yeah. You're talking about the police in this instance. Yeah. yeah. So just like, that's my first view. For you, like, oh, they put the black guy on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. For me, it's like, you know, so my mentality is already like deficit. So mm-hmm. that's the way. And then if I go deeper, yeah, you know, then you understand like uh, my first time I used a hoodie was when I was 35. Just and it was not even because I don't want to buy a hoodie. It was, I think it was so much put in my head mm-hmm. at that time. You cannot do this. As I said before, you cannot do this. You cannot do this. Yeah. Black hoods for black people is impossible. Don't yeah. put your hoods up. Don't right. be with a, a, a cap, cap yeah. and a glasses at the same time. They have yeah. to see your face. Yeah. have to always be your hands that everybody can see. It's terrible. Yeah, exactly. It's, but the it's, behavior is different. You know, yeah. People don't understand. Oh, that's no, no. You don't understand that we have to behave different. Right. And I'm talking about as a man. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And I think that's another reason why I wanted to have this conversation yeah. with you. Because I've... There is so many layers to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that part is missing a lot from the conversation often yeah. is that, you know. And let me say, like, when I say, like, I talk about the man because I know for women, mm-hmm. is much worse. You know, they, they suffer much more than, than you know, than everything, you know. And how they look like, you know, woman, black woman, if you can do this, like, oh, why are you doing this? Oh, we do, do with the hair, like, oh, why are you doing this? No, that's why, just, it's because. Yeah, because I want to. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very strong idea how, how the new generation come up and mm. how they see these things, you know, and how we're teaching our kids to do it. We need strong people. Yeah, you know? absolutely. We need, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a very, and that's what my main thing, come back to Iceland, because I remember the first time my daughter had, like, an incident in school mm. because of being different. Yeah. And her mom just called me, like, hey, George, you have happened this, and I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, that talk to her. No, no, I think you should come. And, like, wow. and talk to her perfectly. And then I take the same the same side as my mom did or my father did to me. Like, you know, you have two choices yeah. on life from now on. Or you go forward or you stay home crying all the time because you're not going to change your color skin or the way yeah. you are. Or you accept yourself as a beautiful person that you are and you know, go f- do something of your life. Or you just keep home and be crying and say that the world is bad to you yeah. because it is going to be keep, keep going, going, going all the time. And then it's like the only way to stop that you confront them. is like a stop. Yeah. I don't give you the right to do this with yeah. me you know? or walk away, you know? Yeah. That's, is a, it's, it's a hard way, you know? So there's been challenges for sure. Raising kids here. Mm, Cause I mean, in some way, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it is easy, easiest than, of course, in, in, it was in Brazil <laughs> and uh, or US. Right. But uh, and that's why we did a book that I give to yes. you. Yeah? The new faces. Because of I was struggling with this. And I saw like, okay, how can I help my daughter? So I need to talk to other people. Right. You know, in the same situation. 
And it is like a challenge that they have like from 10 to 18 when they became the self and kids are mean to each other. But they don't realize that's like, it's more like, you know, when I was in school, or maybe I was in school, they look to you like, oh, use glasses. So I'm going to call you that. Yeah, they find uh, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you, you are fat. You're going to call you, you know. Uh, you just like have your hair is, one hair is turned the other right, the one way. So they always find your weakness, mm-hmm. what they think their weakness. Or even create a weakness when it wasn't there weakness, before. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's all about how you, as I, taught, I teach my kids, like, that's all about how you take it, mm-hmm. you know, and how you deal with it. And, like, if you, somebody, you know, but she come crying when she was 13, crying because someone did, did say something, like, you know, you have options, and that's your options. Yeah. You know, if that kid don't bother you that much, just go to the other kid. Yeah. That maybe you'll find, you know, much like you the way you are, like, oh, yeah, we don't have to be, stay there. Right. Just move around, you know. Don't come from that way. Just like, I think the best way with your kids is like, you no, know, leave alone. Yeah. You know? I remember one time I was in Calte. That's my favorite story about, about, about this. Okay. I was in Calte and then there uh, was a group of people in the bar. It was like four guys, very well dressed. There was a guys meeting and then I was talking to them all the time and they were drinking, have fun. And I was saying my jokes and they was laughing like crazy and it was like very fun. And the last guy come up and he came up. And a uh, very nice guy, yeah. you know, very like well dressed. And we came up and I looked to, the, to him, and then and he walked in and he looked to me in the same way that he didn't like it. That was there, mm. or he didn't know who, who, if, what we're doing here. He thought yeah. it was just like a button. Yeah. And then he came in and they're like, hey guys, and everybody had each other, like, oh man, I'm tired to go to places and see like foreigners working, you know, I can only speak Icelandic. And, mm. and the guys was like, and I listen to him. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah. for him. You know, <laughs> like, like being a spy. Like, uh, <laughs> I know, fucking it. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I said, like, this and that. And like, uh, and they're like, they're like, no, no, sorry, George, sorry. They're like, yeah, in Icelandic. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 I don't care. You know, that's, that's not to me to judge him. I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with you guys and my people. You know, my, my, you know, that's a great day. Yeah. In Icelandic, when mm-hmm. he, he must speak Icelandic, he was just turned up like, Oh, uh, sorry. No, you don't have to be sorry. No, you have your thoughts, and I respect that, as I said before. And he came to the back, like, you know, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it. And, you know, and you, I see, I saw he was very sorry. And, like, you know, you know what the fun thing is? Like, like what? I saw you walk in, and I really thought, that, like, hey, that's a nice, handsome guy. And you open your mouth, everything went away. Mm. Without even you talk to me or to say anything, you know, just like you don't direct to me, just say what you are thinking yeah. in a way that that's not we don't have a house for this anymore you, know? yeah, exactly. you can do whatever you want say whatever you want but suddenly we could be good friends and you can be hanging out with your friends now everybody fine but you just like destroy the whole atmosphere that hadn't mm. happened before and that's why I think people don't understand you know I'm not saying all the black people in Iceland or in the world are, are beautiful and nice and then you know but give a chance give like yeah. a way to see to see how People connect to you. I tell me, if I tell you the truth, I have sometimes energy thing, and I have so many ba- bad energy with black people as well. You yeah. know, it's, uh, sometimes like look to people like, uh, didn't say I don't say anything, but it's like, man, something there. Yeah, you're, uh, same with white or whatever. Yeah. You know? But I'm like energy people. Yeah. If it doesn't matter what you do or or what you. If you respect me, I respect you. Yeah. yeah. That's the way. Which I feel like that's the way it should be, honestly. Mm-hmm. But 
somehow people just seem to miss that often, right? I know. Yeah. I think that's a really key point too about the language, just kind of going back to that a little bit, because you and other people who do look different or come across as different, mm -hmm. when you do speak someone's language, that to, you know, connects you so much deeper to an yeah. individual, right? And of course this guy ended up with pie in his face mm -hmm. <laughs> because not knowing that you speak the language fluently and, and apologize, but it is unfair, you know, that yeah. this is a disadvantage, but at the same time, it's like, you have integrated, you've done your best to be mm -hmm. part of this society. And yet, you know, you do have the people who, for whatever reason, are just going to assume that you mm -hmm. just don't belong. You did the question. Why? Yeah. That's why, uh, uh, that's why like, I, and I really want to believe that it's still, still this kind of, uh, the fear mm. of losing something, you know, the fear of like someone coming to my space mm -hmm. or someone coming and take my thing. That's not yours, but you know, you, you really think that you yeah. are in your thing. Yeah. Instead of what I'm looking like when I came to Iceland and I decided to stay in Iceland and I told you like, you know, before, like, um, I want to give energy and I want to get energy back Yeah. and we exchange things. Right. You know? And I'm exchanging things. I remember like when I, I met my partners, one of the partners that we, we, we knew each other, but we didn't, we didn't, was not connected. Mm -hmm. And we went to Brazil. He went to Brazil with me. Okay, and okay. in Brazil, he saw like how it is, you know, and, you know, we are in the middle of carnival and everybody had everybody and everybody's happy with everybody. Yeah. And you talk about like, you know, hundreds of thousand people yes. in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and like, George, what are you going to do now? Just like, go your hands up, man, and let the flow goals and yeah. dance and enjoy close your eyes you know and uh and looking back like oh now i understand why you always like this why you always want to hug people why yeah. you always are smiling you know and sometimes like you we i know you have a problem mm. i know you you know you are in, in this situation but still i met you and when we met you see you smiling and you see like you are happy you know it's still like you don't want to get your problems over to us or to me right. And that's why I think uh, I'm my part of giving to Iceland is this like uh, I'm coming for a lot of things of energy or or, or my knowledge of uh, talking to people right. how the way doing things and think out of the box because he is a lot like this if you open like uh, as we, we did like if you open a cultivar they're gonna be like five cultivars in five days <laughs> like copycats yeah yeah if you open like a cocktail place it's gonna be like a cocktail place every yeah. place if you even a pizza place it's gonna be another you know they they are very much to copy, you know, yeah. oh, if he's doing well, I'm going to do the same. If he right. does well, do the same. they're never like, uh, and even though now they change a little bit, they go abroad, take ideas and come back, you know, it is, it is a way to see what we are doing. When, mm -hmm. you know, when I talk about Iceland, I'm not talking about bad about Iceland. I always, I love this place. Yeah. You know? So we are putting Iceland out there as right. much they are doing. Right. Or even more, you know, because we are connected to much more people directly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I can just like food. I remember when I was working the first time in Iceland in a bar, you know, people don't know how to drink a wine, you know, it, it was like, it was insane. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but you, you don't fill up the class. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so everything like we and see. And it must be a lot of money too. Yeah. Like, so like when you think like this way, how it is today. Yeah. And who did that? You know, who did change the, the idea, you know, you know, Tourism come up to Iceland. So how, if it was like twenty years ago, tourists come up, they want to be like, hey, they just don't don't put your foot on my 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 my, my place or 
Now everybody welcoming. Yeah. Oh, money, yes, but they have the way. Right. You know, you know I go to Denmark, even though then I think that is boring. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry to my Danish people, my friends. But Iceland, you know, oh, everybody's so happy, and you know, and it is why, you know, okay. that's why I think. Because there's been a shift yeah. happening so, yeah. continuously, yeah. Okay, you mentioned your book, your photography book, hmm. New Faces of Iceland. Can people find that somewhere? Like, is it available on Amazon? Yes, it's um, yeah, Amazon. They still have it. Okay. And uh, in the website, New Faces of Iceland, you can okay. find there as well. I will put links in the show notes. Yeah, so I can see So people who want to, yeah. yeah, check it out. Because I do feel like it's really important. And these are people who are mixed Icelanders, right? Yeah. It's book. like, on the book, is uh, it's all about this. It's, it's kids that are Icelandics, but they don't look the, the, the way the typical, they, what you yeah, expect. not the typical what people are, yeah. Iceland. So when they walk on the street, people are going to be, be, be watching. And the idea also was like, for me, it's easy when people ask me, like, where are you from? Right. Because I look, I look differently. For me, it's easy to say, like, no, I'm Brazilian. Right. Fine. And that's, that's also how you associate yourself, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So I'm Brazilian. For them, it's differently. Yeah, exactly. When they say they're like, oh, I'm Icelandic, like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's hurtful. Where about? And that's why, like, it uh, became, like, very interesting to me to talk about yeah. about this. And it's more like photography than, than you know, that's more like image. And you, know, you see also, like, some people are very straight. Some other ones are very happy. Another yeah. one is, like, very, you know, differently. You know, that's, is, it is, it is, I'm very proud of that. Yeah, that's great. And mm-hmm. I... Thank you for doing that, mainly because I also believe, like, I'm from New York, right? Mm-hmm. And I very much am attached to, I'm a New Yorker. So I can only imagine how hard it is for someone who's born, raised mm-hmm. here. And it's like, what are you, why are you trying to force yeah. me to have some other identity that this is who mm-hmm. I am? And they, they do a lot. Yeah, yeah. And that's really unfortunate. And yeah, just, this is a struggle because like, <laughs> we've talked about potentially having children in the mm-hmm. future. So it's just, it's always nice to kind of hear from people who do mm-hmm. have mixed children what that experience is yeah. like. I mean, obviously it will be different for everybody, but just to know that there are other people they can connect mm-hmm. with or even see in images makes a huge difference. Yeah. Of co- I think like the most important thing is that you have to be very clear with mm-hmm. your kids, yeah. right? And, you know, and they have to come to you to ask for questions, not yeah. for like, you know, for the, my daughter, she come always to me to talk about things. Yeah. Because she know I have been around. So I know, I, I know a few que- a few answers that I can come to her like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the most important thing. And then be strong. They will, I mean, Iceland, they will be fine, you know? Yeah. It's when they go to the other places. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like I'm going exactly. to Brazil, for yeah. instance, or going to... I mean, for example, in Brazil, yes. Sofia is considered to be a white person. Wow. Yeah. My daughter. Yeah, and when yeah, she came yeah. here, she's like, she's black. Yeah. Black. She's Which can, mixed, I'm yeah. sure mess with her head, right? <laughs> yeah, like... I mean, I think she's, I mean, she's a great kid. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, Did she very... already know that when she went... To Brazil. Like, she went to Brazil when she was two. So okay. she had like, this experience to be in Brazil. Okay. And that's also, for me, is the most important, like how I put this for her. So yeah. I told her, we speak Portuguese at home. We eat oh, nice. food at home. Well, I try as much as dance, you know. She, the dance part is from Iceland part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from her. But I, I know, but she, like for example, she now understands the way I behave to people right? mm. because she's the same in a way, you know. Okay. Because I remember she was like complaining, like, "Oh, why you talk to everybody? Why are you like this?" Because like, I'm like this. Yeah, that's my that's my culture. Right? This is my what I need. And then last year we went to I went like I in school, so all the schools in in, in was in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. You know, meeting, and I I'm there, and all the kids around, and she was like, "Hey, hi." Yeah, hi. <laughs> and I was smiling and like, 
She come back like, yeah, I know it. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. So they, they, they take everything for you yeah. anyway. So that's, even though like, of course, normal, normal kids, but the parents like to be very careful. Yeah. Just like what they expose for the kids. Yeah. One thing that popped into my mind when you mentioned about the police, uh, sometimes I jump back because yeah, just yeah, things, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. happen. But when you talked about the police and your experience with them, when you saw Icelandic police, were you at first like needing to be on guard? You know, like, of course. Yeah, uh, of course. And how's I that? mean, many years, and still today, you know, if the police stop me, mm. I, I still have my first like heartbeat. Come like, okay, well, but that's fine. We're in Iceland, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can remind yourself, almost yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. But you know, it is it is a big issue, and then you understand. Another good good example is when I go abroad. Mm-hmm. I take I, we take all the stuff once a year abroad. Okay. And last year we was in uh, Budapest. Oh, nice. And uh, we went there, everybody, and we had to rent a room, karaoke room for okay. everybody. And then the guy from karaoke, like, hey, I need some ID. Okay. And uh, and everybody, like, I don't have ID, I don't have ID, I don't have ID, I don't have ID, I don't have ID. And like, I have, I was like, I have my passport with me. And they like, why do you have a passport? And I was like, yeah, that's black privilege. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I, I always with my ID. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where I am. Or, and that's also a mentality of the going back. Yeah. Because if the police stop me, what? How I can explain? Oh, no, I'm Icelandic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine. I'm Icelandic. Don't need to worry about me. I'm Icelandic. No. Yeah. So it's going to be like maybe two weeks of free to explain to them mm. in Joe. Yeah. I'm Icelandic. You and know. someone to come with your ID. Exactly. And, so yeah. here isn't easy. And then I, it is, it is always been an issue for me. Yeah. But I've been very lucky. Or oh, no, Icelandic police is very nice. Yeah. At least to me. Right. Yeah. You know, in my experience, you know, and I have a lot of experience by walking in the bars and call them up if it's a fight, you know. And I see always, uh, have happens that people try to, to, to turn mm. the situation as speak Icelandic or say I did do something. Yeah. And that's, of course, the most important thing. Like, I've been so long on this, so people just know you already. Like, you yeah, know, George, you know, no, it would never happen that way. Right, yeah. So, but that's for me, and I also hoping that's for other people as well. I have been hearing stories and the stories, yeah, of likewise. course, but um, and also back to energy again. It's always how you preserve yourself or how you put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. that you don't, you don't, as a black person, you know, because mm-hmm. sorry, we have to all the time. Yeah. You know, people think like, no, I'm, I'm in Iceland, but it is, it is, it, it is always in the edge. Yeah, you know? take your precautions. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah. Regarding, there's one thing you mentioned I thought is, oh yeah, the Kranavat. Kranavat, okay. yeah. So was there like some backlash? Were people saying stuff? Uh, the right? comments on YouTube was on YouTube? not, oh, was not beautiful. Okay. <laughs> I think they took the comments away. But I mean, as, as you said before, uh, I have so much fun with it. And then um, the people around that was walking with this is so so good people, and the feedback we got from abroad was great. That's you know? awesome. Suddenly, I have a friend in Australia that like, man, I've been seeing you for like 20 years. Suddenly, I see, I, I'm releasing music, and I see your face on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> in Iceland still. So, uh, it is, I think it also kept the attention. That was the idea, you know, like, you know, in Iceland, you know, you, you have this guy. Yeah. You know? Awesome. Mm. In terms of any other, like, just thinking like, because you're a popular person, hmm. but 
Do you want people to get in contact with you at all? Because I can ha- I have like your Instagram or, or Facebook or yeah, no, I don't care. Okay, so I'll just say that then, yeah. <laughs> just because I don't want to like you know like no, 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 you no, like, I mean, I, I mean uh, my, I'm very easy on everything. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm everywhere doing a lot of things as I said before. So if someone bored me on the internet, I just block it. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's easy. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, easy true. Like, that is the block button is the best thing. Yeah, yeah. Just ever. like no, you don't no, don't like it. Just don't be around, man. Just like go. Yeah. Go. Okay, so my last question for you, mm-hmm. which is one that I ask everybody, is what is your favorite Icelandic word or phrase? Oh, <laughs> you want one one? Or? It could be many if you oh, have yeah, yeah. multiples. Yeah, <laughs> you're so that's Icelandic. My, that's, my, that's, my, <laughs> that's my favorite one because it is, you know, everything will be fine anyway. You know, yeah. You're going to be, you, if you think that way, if you have the mentality that way, it is, it is a nice way, a nice way to... To see things, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know if they will believe <laughs> on this sometimes, but I, when you translate it for me the first time, I'm like, okay, that's sometimes like something that's impossible. Yeah. But comes up that's not impossible, you know. And uh, yeah, Ataretas is my one. And uh, well, nothing now. And I like the one that we know that's maybe we can do it say English well, but like, what, not kill you. Uh, make you stronger. Yeah, make you stronger. Yeah. That's like a nice, nice thing in, 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 in Iceland. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I, I agree. Especially in the times that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. This is really challenging for everybody around the world. Yeah, and of course, in is. Iceland and as mm-hmm. you as a business owner, like mm-hmm. there's just, it's frustrating yeah. to say the least, right? Like, like the min- at the minimum, it's frustrating. But now it's like, it's eight months. I'm kind of tired to say like, yeah. people like, how is it? Be like, ah, that, that's going to be fine. I don't believe that's going to be more than that. No, that time. Like, yeah, no, yeah, it is. It's already eight months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was just two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the hopes. Yeah. But, you know, that's George, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it was nice to talk Thank to you. Thank you so much. I will have contact information for you in terms of, like, on social media. Okay, if people cool. want to connect with you at all. And if, of course, they want to come to Calte, which I recommend, yeah. because it's a super chill spot, and it would be great for people just to meet you. Of course. Yeah. It would be my pleasure to take people with my energy and my embrace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do embrace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully in the future, be able to embrace you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.